three, two, one. It's Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Now you know that guy ain't shit. Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. Where the stars of this piece of shit? I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? Ooh. I am OG. Oh look, he's got a billion toys. I am PK. I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Biz Legends box set. Fucking garbage! Why? Why? You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are? Ah, curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. Big Kev's Geek Stuff dot com. You fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want. rendition of that song I, it, it, ever <laughs> ever since blue harvest yes <laughs> hey happy may the 4th man yes happy may the 4th you know some people are really bitter about may the 4th it starts off really happy yeah. at around 8 a.m and by like 9 a.m people are like oh we get it it's May yeah. the 4th. Blah, blah, blah. here's my thing there are so many other like terribly negative garbage Things and themes that go out on social media yep. that if there are fans that are excited about something and there's nothing really negative about May the 4th in general, just let us have it. Let people be excited. Let's be, let people be happy That's about it. anything. That's it. You know who's bitter about May the 4th? Who? Max motherfucking Landis. But what isn't he bitter about? Let's be honest. Absolutely nothing. Um, but yeah, we, we get it. We, he had a little, t- little, 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 another little tirade today about how how much a fan film episode seven is and i just don't i, I just fuck that guy look he's a little backed up maybe a little x-lax to yeah. clean him out poor baby is right. is never gonna touch a star wars movie and he's bitter it's obvious it's terrible what a whiner it's sad oh i can't stand that kid uh i had to laugh because my the whole facebook memories thing came up today right and in 2014 i was unhappy about may the 4th oh i have no idea why oh you know, it's Star Wars Day, and, and I dig geek it. Ma- ma- I will, and I even even in the comment thread, I even said, "I have my moments of geek mudgeonry, and and this is this is mine for today." I have no idea why I was pissed about it, but I just I was not having May the Fourth in well, 2014. Well, I'm happy that in 2016 you're able to have. I, maybe may it's the because Force, Force Awakens. Ha- oh, maybe that awakened it, my it, May the Fourth. It I don't awoken know. for you, but I, I celebrated last year too. So I I don't know. 2014 yeah. crawled up my ass and died. I guess it I don't happens. Know. Whatever. Uh, we should say, of course, that this is uh, Geek Stuff, uh, episode 407. We're calling it May the 4th Be With You, appropriately enough. Uh, Big Kev, not with us this evening. No. He's um, he's currently mining ore on Dantooine. <laughs> um, so hopefully he will be back uh, with us next week. 
But uh, hey, look, you know what? Mining happens. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's all there is to it. But uh, lots of Star Wars stuff going on. Yes, kind of um, some of it good, some of it bad, some of it that was brought to my attention through ubiquitous clandestine informants. Oh, okay. Um, uh, we're going to play a voicemail in just a moment, but I want to quickly throw something out there. There's a documentary that was funded through Kickstarter that I knew nothing about until very recently. Okay. It's called Elstree, uh, Elstree 1976. Oh, okay. And it's, uh, it's E-L-S-T-R-E-E 1976. Elstree is Elstree. the, that's the studio where New Hope was filmed or where primarily a lot of New Hope was filmed yes. in London. Okay. okay. That, I knew that sounded familiar. And this is a documentary about a group of, like, B actors that were in the film and extras that were in the film. Guys that you would recognize. Right. Or iconic. Like, Greedo is one of the guys. The guy that was Greedo. Mm -hmm. uh, the stormtrooper that hits his head. <laughs> right? Uh, is uh, Cliffy Clavin in there? Uh which who's, who's which one is that? He's one? Uh, he plays Major Derlin. He's got a couple lines. You know what? He I don't know if he's in no. New Hope. Actually, he shows up in uh, on Hoth. Yeah, he is not in there. Yeah. Um, uh, these aren't the droids you're looking for. That Sand Trooper is one of the guys oh, they wow. talk to. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think who else. They eventually talk to Jeremy Bullock as well. Mm -hmm. David Prowse is in is in a lot of it. Uh, the guy who played Gold Leader is in it. Wow. Um, and I was I was able to through sources. Check some of it out. Right. It's really good what I saw. What is this available through right now? Is this a, um, it a, actually, a new theaters thing or uh, streaming? So it was available through Kickstarter. It got funded. But I believe it's got some limited release theatrical screenings going on now. Okay. And then it's coming to Blu-ray, DVD, etc. Awesome. At some point down the road. And I'm, I'm guessing streaming services I, I, as I'm, well. I, just from your um, description, I'm on board. I want to check this out. But one thing I want to point out is it's not a fan film. This is not a Star Wars fan film. It's a bit melancholy at times. And I mean, it's a documentary. So it is a doc. Yeah, I know. But I think some people think anything involving Star Wars and the making of and the people behind the scenes, they kind of get, they kind of expect like this real positive, oh, like, happy-go-lucky. I misunderstood. And, I thought you meant fan film like as in a, a no, I, no, when, no, I, when no, you no, say no, fan no. film, I think like a story, like no, a no, no, small no. one. Right, right. I'm sorry. I probably used the wrong But this is this is not a film that is is... Uh, uh, glowing about Star Wars, so there, there's some there's well, some bumps and bruises in the discussion. There are some like. bumps and bruises, but it's uh, not negative. Uh, it's mm -hmm. not negative. It's just it, it's just you see through these people's eyes, mm -hmm. their experiences, and a lot of them are very positive. But you see where they are now and how they haven't allowed themselves to be defined by these bit parts, but how they still per participate in things like con the convention scene right. and it's a lot of really interesting behind the scenes stuff and it's definitely worth checking out when i get to see the final thing i'm sure i'll enjoy more of what i've seen already yeah. um but definitely check that out if you haven't heard about it it's 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 out there in in some form and, and what's that name one more time it's elstree e-l-s-t-r-e-e -E, 1976 it's 86 hmm. uh on rotten tomatoes so doing better than batman versus superman <laughs> oh jesus just saying <laughs> um, but with all of that being said, we have um, we have a voicemail that I think we should go to because that'll kick off some more Star Wars. Yeah, stuff. let's do it. What's going on, guys? This is Theo from Toronto uh, at Theodore X Nicholson on Twitter. I'm just curious to know uh, and get your guys' thoughts on when you think Disney will drop the uh, Rogue One merch bomb on everyone. A uh, couple days from now is May the fourth and. I mean, you would assume that that would be 
the day. Uh, just like to get your thoughts on that. Uh, I'm kind of surprised that nothing has come out at all. Um, yeah, like to know what you guys think. Thanks a lot. Bye. Well, so, I know I got my limited edition uh, Jin Erso today. Oh, did you really? Uh, yeah, D- didn't you? Uh, I I did. Yes, yeah. she showed up in a in a small box, still breathing. Someone had punched holes in it, so <laughs> um, that, so that's good. No, um, to be quite honest with you, first of all, thank you for calling in. Um, and if you'd like to leave a voicemail on the show, you can do so by giving us a call four two five nine two zero six zero five zero. I've been following this guy mutually on social media. He's been he's a longtime fan, mm-hmm. and we communicate a bunch and stuff like that. So I always love hearing from the people that I that I talk to and communicate with on Sweet. a regular basis. That was a fun but, voicemail. Uh, Theo, that was right. Did Theo, you hear that yeah. correctly? Awesome. Yeah, Theodore X Nichols. I don't know. Play it back, and I'll I'll retweet him out tomorrow or something. But anyway, um, so his call. Uh, it's too early. To be quite honest with you, yeah. um, we didn't see anything at Toy Fair this year regarding Rogue One, and that's because Lucas, historically speaking, doesn't like to let the cat out of the bag too soon. Right. And if you think about it, we've only seen a very small trailer. We have not seen a real official full right. story trailer yet. They're not going to release merch that might give away plot points this early. Right. I would be surprised if you see anything before September, October. Much like we had Force Friday, which was in October, I think, last year. Uh, or was it so. even November? It may have been November. Yeah. Uh, early November. Late, late October, early November-ish. I, I don't think you'll see anything. And you might get like, you might get like a like a random two-pack of somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? But... I think you're. I think you're way off on merch. Well, for I mean, a while, we'll so. see. We'll see the release around that point. But I mean, when when do you think we'll start seeing uh, images of like, hey, here's what's coming on Force Friday? Like that stuff usually um, pops up. You think? Maybe, yeah, maybe, but you it, think maybe that will be like August, September? Maybe you'll see something at San Diego, barring any leaks, of course. Uh, maybe San Diego. Mm. Maybe. But quite honestly, if you think about Episode Seven. We didn't see a lot of merchandise at all until we at least saw the full trailer. And even right. then, we saw, like, the Kylo Ren figure and the Finn figure and I think maybe BB-8. Like, we didn't get a full scope of uh, the merch available mm. really until Force Friday. And then, of course, it was it was – you know, it was all shoved down our throat if you yeah. could get anything on Force Friday. Yeah. That whole debacle. But uh, no, I, I think you're way, way off. Maybe there'll be something for San Diego. But I honestly, I think that's I think that's probably early, too. Now, as far as May the 4th goes, I mean, this is Star Wars Day. Has there been anything really? I mean, star, the Star Wars social media accounts have been like, hooray, it's it's May the 4th and right. Star Wars Day and all that. But, I mean, has there been any anything really other than just... Uh, the companies using the day to as a promotion. There, a, 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 a vape shop right. online actually had like all kinds of Star Wars stuff. And hey, celebrate Star Wars with buying a fucking vape. I'm like, really? You know what? <laughs> official, um, official like Disney slash Lucas like collectible companies mm. had a lot of stuff today. Like yeah. Sideshow had a bunch Sideshow of stuff. Sideshow was blasting like crazy. Um, yeah. I think Gentle Giant had some stuff. Uh, Hasbro, in conjunction with the Disney parks, released R5M4 Okay, for today. It was an exclusive park uh, astromech droid. It, uh, it looks like R5, but he's like black and gold. How many pins they released today? Yeah, uh, I'm sure there's a bunch of pins. So stuff <laughs> like that, there there is a lot of. Um, but... Uh, Oh, celebration is also this summer too. So you might you might see some oh. rogue one stuff at celebration. If you don't actually see product at the very least purchase, a trailer, yeah. you might see like you might see like the first sculpts of some stuff. But mm. um, 
no, I, I didn't see anything, anything huge. Um, and again, I'm not surprised by that. I, 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 I honestly do feel it's probably too yeah, I mean, early. And May the 4th is, is more the fans kind of day, uh, I, I would guess. So, I, uh, you know, who knows if we'll see, uh, we'll see Lucas and Disney ever actually really jump on it officially in any capacity. Right. You know, other than just uh, acknowledgement. Yeah. Um, speaking of Rogue One, we did get some confirmation from Mads Mikkelsen himself mm-hmm. this past week, who he's playing in Rogue One. We haven't really known until now. He, um, it's been kind of kept under wraps, but he kind of let out that he's playing Jin's father. Yes. Um, and I think he's part of the Empire. So she's rebelling not only against the Empire, but against Daddy. And, and mm-hmm. that kind of, I, I mean, I, that kind of makes sense. That's, that's yeah. kind of a, that's kind of a Star Wars theme, you know, in general. So. Um, and I, I would imagine, I mean, probably rebellion in, in some facet. I mean, maybe he's not part of anything and doesn't want her to be a part of it. It's kind of like an Uncle Owen sort of character, and she's going against the grain on <laughs> right, that. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, other Star Wars thing, and I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but but we, we have to. Some people have asked about it on, on Twitter, and, and me and you had a conversation about it, mm-hmm. too, during the course of the week. Glad uh, uh, okay. has called on Disney to add more LGBT characters to the Star Wars movie universe. Um, I think specifically the film universe, I, I think what is, what is yes. Uh, right. Um, yeah. They're, they're, they're I mean, cause that's really the most prominent, you know, the, the novels are, uh, I, I certainly great, right. uh, outlet and a great to have an extended, extended universe, but, and there are at least three or four gay characters in even just the most recent novels. Yes. In a couple of the most recent novels, there are three in aftermath and there's one in one before that. So, um, so they're, they're, they're calling for it in the film and, yeah. and look, I, I, well, I, here's my problem. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> for, I have thoughts too. First of all, I am a, I support, I, I generally speaking support glad because I, I support like the gay community, right? I have yeah. a lot of family and friends, very important family and friends in my life that are, that are gay. And so I support all of their causes. We are right? allies. Yes. Right. Exactly. But that being said, we try to be. Yeah. Anytime any organization, no matter what they're supporting, tries to force something, right? It ends up coming off as both. Uh, first of all, I think it's a blow against their own organization because mm-hmm. it 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 forces people to kind of like it forces people to like stiffen up and reject it just based on the fact that they feel like it's being forced on them. That's one. Yeah. And two, um. I don't Star Wars is not exactly known for its overly sexual th- there's story arc. I mean there's there's love and romance certainly but but it but it's 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 not outside of the the bloodline the main bloodline that you're following that's correct the, and and there's really there's it, we're not focused so much on their sexuality as it is just they, they are hetero couples because well you know that's how we procreate and th- this is the the Skywalker right. bloodline and that's what we're following through this entire saga. Now look, so I mean any kind of sexuality is entirely ambiguous amongst every other cal- character with the exception of Lando, you know, being flirtatious a little bit with Leia, which I think is more attributed to his to the playful sort of rivalry with Han. Right. More so than anything. If nothing else, it establishes, okay, Lando's straight. Yeah, he, and he's a player. I mean, that's just yeah. kind of his character. But, but there's there's no other allusions to to any kind of sexuality at all. They're, they're just space characters in a space adventure. And, and, and so, again, if, if, if during the course of filming a movie or writing the script for a movie, right, the director or the writer decides to make, you know, Imperial Officer X, you know, gay. And there's an illusion that, you know, that they make reference to their... 
you know, to their husband if it's male or to their wife if it's female or, or whatever it might be. And it, it's kind of like a passing reference mm-hmm. that is just within the context of the story. Look, that's fine. But if you're going to try to make it some sort of weird, like, defining big bit to do, that doesn't fit. You're treading uh, right. a, a pandering sort of line along that way. And that, and that does no one any favors either. Of course. And uh, now in, in defense of Glad, I, reading over their statement, their statement is – doesn't read so much as a we demand this of Disney, you you know, where the headlines make it seem like that's the case. And the response in the comment threads and on Twitter and so on and so forth make it seem like we, we are demanding this of Disney, which is problematic. The But Glad simply is just like, hey, look, Disney, you had no LGBT characters in your in your movies last year. We, we do this report where we we take a look at representation. Uh, for the for the community and you blew it you, you had nobody anywhere and that kind of sucks we'd love to see you do more and uh you know a great place to do it would be star wars and that would be nice if you did that there's really no tone of like y- you need to do this or else we're gonna fucking boycott and no. so on and so forth it's just kind of like that kind of sucked maybe do a little better you know next go around you know we're, but, we're, we're we're watching you now but my my problem with my problem with that even on the on its basic sort of slightly innocent level is that I don't really think I, I think let's take Star Wars out of the picture. Mm-hmm. I think anytime you start telling people those things, there, there's a difference between championing for it and, and hoping that it happens. But when you start kind of like pointing it out and, and again, it, I, I think it doesn't help. Yeah. I he- think it doesn't help you. Even if it, you're kind of innocent in your statement, my, my two issues with that. Number one, you run the risk of of opening the door for for a pander, right? And that sucks, sure. and that does no one any any favors at all. Uh, the number two problem I have with it is it it is no one's place but the artist to tell the story that they're going to tell, right? And I I have a, a deep frustration with and and this isn't just for representation. This is this is especially in the geek community storytelling in cinema overall. There. We have crossed the point of where speculation has become expectation, and if and if if the speculation uh, does not come to come to fruition, this is a lot of shin words. Shins, yeah. Um, but if the speculation doesn't doesn't come true, then everything sucks, right? And the movie's terrible, and fuck you, we boycott. And this is the kind of attitude that 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 permeates social media anymore, and it makes me insane. Um, I used to, I love to speculate and we had a great time speculating leading up to force awakens. And a lot of things we speculated about didn't happen. <laughs> a lot of things. Yeah. We speculated about still love the happen. goddamn movie. Of course. You know, so we, it is, we have, have to dial it back and let artists tell their stories. And I know that this is an argument that makes people bristle, uh, that are, that are championing for, for representation and, and hear me out. But I, we need to cr- reach out and create our stories as well. And the, the beauty of this is, is people that are, that are competent at, at representing, uh, whatever's underrepresented, right. Um, be it L- LGBT, be it, be it, uh, a, a racial representation, whatever, uh, women in film and so on more th- that get your words together, Ken, more and more, uh, diverse people are are getting into the mix in Hollywood, uh, and it, and it's growing day by day, year by year. There's more more women involved, uh, more people of color involved, more LGBT involved, and we're getting these stories. Look, the Wachowskis, 
who yeah. are who are now both both transgendered yeah. um told an incredible story with sense eight and it's it's they're in there they sought a certain kind of representation of of their plight and themselves and they have a a, a phenomenal transgender character in that right. show um and they, they've written it they've created it, they've got it out there and it's and it's it's gold and there's a season two coming which i can't wait for so we have to we have to strive to be the artists ourselves and create these things and create a representation too and it's it's a it's a fucking challenge i get it and the, and the hollywood machine will squash that and push it down of course um which is why you have to fight but but that fight is getting easier and more and more of this material is happening and we we don't we shouldn't have to dictate to the artists that are telling their stories already this is what you have to do and, it's not our place and specifically going back specifically to star wars i think part of the problem is that and we and we started off this conversation by saying this so i just want to kind of say it one more time before we we move forward it's not an overly sexualized universe in any way, shape, or form. There are so many characters that you just see in passing that you could easily say 50% of them, right? Just for this. I mean, you could say any of those people in the cantina. You could say any of Jabba's dancers. or yeah. I mean, but, but you just don't know. So you can't yeah. say definitively that something isn't if you don't know. It's not like every male character has a female on his arm. You know what I mean? It's not like you see in the actual homes of most of these characters. You're seeing plights of individual people yeah. in played out action sequences. And with the exception of the families whom you need to tell the story, you don't know anything yeah. else about any of these characters. We are welcome to speculate. We are welcome sure. to, to ship and all that sort of stuff. Yep. But but you you can't force Finn and Poe to have a romance. No. You can't force it. You can't demand that. You shouldn't. Uh, right. You can't demand Finn and Ray to have a romance. Absolutely. Let the artists tell the stories. And and this is what scares me because the episode eight script, I, I believe, was long written before episode seven even got oh, the trailer out. Oh, yeah. It's done. You know, it's that, filming. Yeah. But I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying is it was written and in process oh, yeah. before we were introduced to Finn and Poe and saw what their, their bromance was all about right. and, and, and so on and, and saw that, that interaction. So now, all of a sudden, episode eight rolls around, which which has been long written before this all started to take uh, take root. You know, we we don't be pissed if that was never written into the script in the first place, and they are not a romantic duo come episode eight. But you know what? In all fairness, let, let, let's. I, I just I want to move on. But in all fairness, mm. talking about Finn and Poe, because I've heard a lot of people say that there's a. The, I don't even know if I would define what they have as a bromance. They spent so little actual time together. Yeah. I think there's an appreciation for what they've come through. Yeah. Right. And I think Poe kind of looks as Finn as like they've got a great fraternal wow. sort of relationship. But I don't know that I would go yeah. so far as to call that a bromance. Yeah, I, I mean it's just me. It's I mean a, it's amusing mutual respect, right. and they're and they're very excited uh, about each other and about each other's uh, accomplishments to get right. get through the shitstorm that they're dealing with. You know, and they 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 react and interact with each other in uh, in amusing ways. And certainly, hell, it could be a romance. Sure, it could. But be. we just we don't get to dictate that that's but, where i'm but finn is clearly in love with ray i mean they laid that groundwork in episode yeah. seven i mean it's, and, I, and that's the yeah that's I mean, entirely it's, direction it's going, which is also great because we have an interracial romance now in star wars so there's more representation right. to be excited about but it's not a gay interracial romance so yelly yelly screamy poundy fist uh, we'll see we'll right. see i i we just just enjoy the art for what it is of like course. i always say of course uh, but we don't get to dictate what what stories they're going to tell that's just not what we get to do Let's uh let's move forward. Yes. 
Punisher is getting his spinoff. Yes. Now, look, for everybody who was like, oh, but they said he wasn't. No, it's not what they said. If you actually remember, we talked about it on the show. What they said at the time was, look, it isn't confirmed. Mm-hmm. We're not counting our chickens before the hatch. We're not announcing anything yet. But everybody knew that if it was successful, there was no logical reason why they couldn't yeah. consider moving forward with it. Now they are. And they're They've perfectly the welcome to change. I mean, of the course. response to, to John Bernthal's work in that and, and the, the story overall was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Of course you're going to want to go ahead and capitalize on that and, 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 and do some more with it. Yeah. Bring it on. Why? Why? It, it, it's astounding me that people were like, man, well, they didn't say they were going to do this. So no. Yeah. Well, 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 Why are you getting mad? You're yeah. getting the stories. Yeah. And you chill. Have, and you have three other shows that are coming <laughs> before that. They still haven't officially announced Daredevil season three, unless I'm mistaken. I haven't seen it yet. No, no it's, it's Iron Fist. Luke, Luke Cage, then Iron Fist, then Defenders, then after that, oh, somewhere in there you have Jessica Jones season two. Yep. Then after that, maybe you'll get Punisher and then maybe Daredevil season three. I mean, like, there's a, so much going on. A lot Just of room to work. appreciate the Netflix shows for what they are and don't spoil them. Just let them be. Yep. Just let them be. All oh, right. Very psyched about that news. All right. Uh, the director behind The Flash, not the TV show, the cinematic <laughs> film. Is leaving, mm-hmm. citing creative differences. Yeah, and and Seth Graham Smith is awesome, uh, and that's uh, this is yeah. Oh, this is interesting. <laughs> um, look, I mean, this is this is. Some people are saying this is great news because Seth Graham Smith doesn't have the chops to direct a Flash. Well, movie. it's his debut. Right, he's never directed a film. Uh, prior to this, so and you know, and that s- made some folks nervous. And some people are saying, well, this is you know, this is just the 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 death rattle. Um, and this is the, the nail in the coffin for the cinematic universe now. So here, so here's what I'm going to say to this, right? And this is, and this is where I, I, I pride myself in trying to really be open-minded and down the middle when it comes to these things. Right. A lot of people were really angry and pissed off when Edgar Wright left Ant-Man. Over yeah. creative differences. Oh, the yeah. movie's going to suck. It's going to be terrible. How is that going to fit into the Marvel? U- and Ant-Man came out. And almost everybody I know personally was, was like, that movie's fucking great. It's one of my favorite movies. Paul Rudd was fantastic. Evangeline Lilly was great. It fits in perfect. How they tied in Falcon. So all I'm saying is, look, is it possible that it smells trouble? Absolutely. Always, of course. But you, you it, at the end of the day, there's creative differences. Yep. And who knows who's going to come on to the pro- – maybe someone will come on that's not Zack Snyder and, and do amazing things with that character. I'm, I don't I'm I mean, not hopeful, something's but, gotta give. but maybe. But maybe. DC's got to have something happen with this. And Warner Brothers has to have something happen with this 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 franchise It's uh, and this universe. Yeah. It's it's preposterous. It, it, it is preposterous. Um, it, I, I have some thoughts about where I want to go next, but do you have anything you want to, you want to hit on? That, Not off the honest? top of my head. I'll, All right. Let's uh... talk about Ghostbusters then. Okay. The original film is coming back to theaters. It's going to be a fathom event. Mm-hmm. It's going to be later this year. Um, July, uh, well, July 15th is the, the new film release, right? Uh, so we're looking at uh, yes. June 8th, June 8th, June 8th is the anniversary of the original film's release. So uh, that's uh, Fathom Events is the that's the first date for Fathom Events, and they're doing an encore on June twelfth. Um, timing wise, if it works out that I can go, I would love to go see Ghostbusters. Oh God, yes, on the count me screen. in too if we can um, swing that. So uh, I'm super excited about that. That being said, 
the Ghostbusters trailer for the new film is currently the most oh, wow. disliked trailer in the history of YouTube. I, now, I but I I struggle with the authenticity of, of all of those numbers. Of course, of course. Look, it's it, it, first of all, you you can't dispute the fact that it is what it is. If it if it is the most disliked trailer, that's fine. Um, it is what it is. Your reasons for not disliking it are entirely up to you. If the only reason you don't like the new Ghostbusters movie is because you're uncomfortable with the fact that it's an all-female cast, then probably you need to reconsider your your thought process. Probably. Maybe that's completely legit. Mm -hmm. If the reason you don't like the new Ghostbusters movie is because they've taken the Ghostbusters franchise and completely changed the tone of what the original film was and they've made it a bit... What appears to be in the trailer, a bit hokey and campy where it doesn't need to be campy, then mm. you probably have a right to hate the movie. I'm in category B. I haven't seen the movie yet. I, st I still will see the movie, yep. and I will make a final judgment at that point. But I understand the vitriol behind that trailer. I hate that trailer. It's... And not because it's an all-female cast, because I like most of those actresses. Yeah. It's because I don't like the tone that I'm sensing from that trailer for that franchise, it's, it, it was a very uh, it was a very try hard sort of tone, which is which was nothing we ever got from really any comedy from the, from that that golden age of of eighties comedy, right? Uh, you know, from the the Bill Murray camp and the, the whole SCTV camp and all that. Um, th this is a trying very hard to, I, I, it's very it feels very slapstick. Yeah, it feels very kind of in your face. Um, and and the subtlety and look, as as talented as all those actresses are, as talented as a hundred other male actors are, the subtlety that is the delivery of Bill Murray cannot be matched oh God, by no. almost anyone, right? And and so the the expressions, the the sarcasm, the cynicism. The, I mean, he's a he's a master. He, he and I love Dan Aykroyd and 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 Ernie Hudson and uh, 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 why am I drawing a blank? On, on Egon. Dan Ramis and uh, Harold Aykroyd. Yes, that guy. Mm -hmm. Those guys. Um, I, I love those guys, but Bill Murray. Bill Murray sets the tone for yeah. that film, in my opinion. And, and he sets the tone for, unfortunately, what people have locked in their mind is what Ghostbusters should be. Yeah. And I Leslie want him Jones to, and Melissa McCarthy. I want him to and, set the tone yeah. for a party of mine. Yeah, exactly. One they, of these days. They're just not capturing it in that, <laughs> in that, in that new trailer. So, um... Where where are we at time wise? Uh, All we're right, at the thirty minute mark. All right. mm -hmm. I got I got the perfect two things to go into break with, and then okay. we'll come back with some uh, with some product. Okay. Um, comic books. I know we normally do. We used to do comics in segment two, but I want to bring these up in segment one. All right. Um, Bone. If you're a longtime listener of Geek Stuff, you will know that Bone, a book by Jeff Smith, that was an independent book, uh, in in its later run was picked up by Image and then went back to an independent book. It was right. Cartoon Books, which I believe was Jeff Smith's imprint. Um, Bone is one of my all-time favorite comics ever. Um, it was nine volumes in trade form plus uh, one or two uh, additional. There was uh, Rat Tales and Untold Stories or something weird like that. I forget the name of the other trade. But it's one of my all-time favorite comics. Mm. It's a great all-ages comic, um, but it also has some really deep levels to it, and it's all in black and white, although the color reprints are beautiful too. Um, but for the first time in is it 25 years? No, it can't be 25 years. And how many years? 25 years after the first issue okay. uh, appeared. Um, so yeah, this year it's celebrating its 25th anniversary. We are getting some new bone stories. 
We're getting some new content. Um, I'm really excited about that. I really like Jeff Smith's work. Again, I think it's fantastic. But Bone is, and, and we just haven't had anything. And it's one of those things like, why, why wouldn't you go back to that? Right. But I get it. Like, he did it for so long, and it was his... You know, it was his piece de resistance, and right. he was very happy with where he left it. And I agree, he left it in a great spot, but it was such a rich environment that it, it really, there really was ripe for more storytelling. So that he's going back and giving us anything is is really pretty exciting. Right. I mean, a it's bone it's it's another it's another one of the things that's ripe. People get so mad about this, but it's it's nice to go back to these things and and to touch on things that we loved. You know, you know, everybody's mad about remakes, but. You know, it's remakes are have always been a, a facet of everything, and now we're now the stuff that we grew up with is is the uh, the mine that we're uh, we're digging into right now to get this stuff. And I, you know, I, if it's done well, and and certainly in this case, we have the original creator doing it. Come right. on, and and Let's see what he's got. And if you've read any of the stuff about this, um, he he's doing it because he's finally comfortable doing it again, which means he finally has the story that he wants to tell, which leads me to believe that it'll be exactly what I want it to be. I have no reason to think that it wouldn't be. And I'm glad that it's not, not that, you know, I'm glad that no one else is picking up the reins. I'm glad that it's him that's bringing it back. And and who knows if it's successful and he gets into that groove and refalls in love with those characters. Maybe he'll, he'll give us a little bit Mail. more. All right. One more comic book thing. Okay. Mask. We've been, nah. about, we've been talking about mask a lot. On yeah. This that's show. come up a bunch. That's good though. In a weird way. Mask is getting a reboot in comic book form as well. Uh, later this year in the fall. Um, I'm a little hesitant about it because I'm a little hesitant about it because they're doing some pretty serious like upgrades and changes to some of the original like character development and story types. But I get it. You got to bring it up to date because it wouldn't it the way it exists now would not work in, in current. In 2016. I've gone back and watched the cartoon and I love it from a nostalgic point of view. It hurts. But, but it hurts to watch. <laughs> yeah. And it would never be successful if that was it coming out today. Yeah. So um, the fact that we're getting all this new mask stuff leads me to believe that maybe we'll get some mask product again soon. It's all Hasbro. That That's all I'm waiting amazing. for. I don't even honestly care about the movie. I want I want to check out new mask Toys. toys yeah i want period a, i want a new condor because i can't find my and i want hurricane condor was the motor the green motorcycle the green motorcycle that became a helicopter i loved that one that that one was my favorite small one and the raven was my favorite of the vehicles which one was Raven? it was the i think it was an, either a corvette maybe a trans am i'm pretty sure it was a corvette oh was that the purple one uh it was black i believe and the wheels like folded underneath it the, okay. the, the doors folded down to be wings and it became a and the little spoiler popped up from the back and right, it became right. a a uh, a uh, like a little uh, jet fighter kind okay. of deal, and I think it I think it shot something like little discs out of the front. out of the front. Um, yeah, Condor I I liked. Everybody had Condor. Hurricane was one of my favorites. That was the fifty seven Chevy. That was the big uh, that became the big, a tank, like a turquoise with the flames and with all the, that. Right? With the flames, yeah. Yep. And then I had Rhino also as a kid, which was the eighteen wheeler. Yes, right. And I had Gator, which was the orange Jeep that became a boat, like the boat popped that. out of the back. And then I had the main bad guy's helicopter, but I can't remember what it was, Venom, or I can't remember what it was called, but it was a plane that became a helicopter. Yeah. How, how fucking stupid was that one? Oh, yeah. But anyway, 
Um, I remember I had the uh, and Boulder Mountain was the place. I at. was a lucky kid that had that sucker. Nice. That was a lot of fun with the with the big boulder that came. You know, you, you hit the button and it came rolling it came down, rolling off the down. And it was a gas station, wasn't it, yep. or something like that? Yeah. Yep, yep. So look, I'm I'm pretty excited that we're getting some some new mask stuff. I hope we get some product that would be great, even if it was through like a collector event or a limited right. package or something. I, I would definitely scoop well, that up. With all its all of its build up right now in this whole Hasbro movie universe that's in the works, I I, I am fairly confident we will see. Some interesting stuff with masks. If it, you know, hopefully it doesn't suck. But right, right. Uh, all right. I think with that we could probably take our break. That sounds good. That sounds good to use. Yeah, let's all do right. it. Let's do it. Build the Millennium Falcon, a one-to-one replica of the original Empire Strikes Back movie prop. Working lights and stunning interior detail, complete with a moving ramp. Build the Millennium Falcon step-by-step step with your comprehensive build guides, die-cast metal, and highly detailed resin parts. Call now or go online to buildmillenniumfalcon.com and get started today. Ahoy, ahoy, and welcome to Game Stuff. I'm your host, Coke Logic. <laughs> Battleborn is out now for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. It's a multiplayer online battle arena first-person shooter. MOBA FPS. Developed by Gearbox, the company that brought you Borderlands, it's a fast-paced team-based shooter where you fight to control points on the map. I missed the demo that went around, but I was able to rent it to see what all the fuss is about. Battleborn is out now for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. (laughs) Star Fox Zero has been released on the Nintendo Wii U, and nobody likes it. While Star Fox game has been long overdue, and this one being developed by Platinum Games, it seems like a good idea for those who actually care about the Star Fox series. Unfortunately, anyone who has played it agrees that the controls are terrible and annoying. Flying your ship is tied to the analog sticks and your television, while aiming your guns are tied to the motion controls in the Wii Pad and its screen. And even when trying to turn some of that shit off, it's still needed. It's a total mess. Maybe wait for a patch to see if they add normal, classic controls. While still not officially confirmed, the PlayStation Neo is a real thing. Often referred to as the PlayStation 4.5 or PS4K, PlayStation Neo is Sony's codename for an upgraded PlayStation 4. It would have a slightly more powerful CPU and GPU, and slightly faster RAM. I say slightly when you compare the numbers and you can say, yes, this number is greater than that. But it doesn't seem like such a big difference that a game would go from 30fps to 60fps, although I'd love to be proven wrong. Fallout 4 still runs like shit and the patches to optimize that game have completely stopped. It seems like what this would do would end the dips below 30 frames per second for a smoother experience. And while there is no sales date, it has to be September or October. Now that this news is out, why would you buy a PlayStation 4 knowing a better version is coming in a few months? Sony definitely did not plan on you knowing this information right now. (laughs) Speaking of new consoles, the Nintendo NX has a release window of 2017 which would be so much better if it was released in December when people actually spend money. But Nintendo has explained in their financial Q&A that it's the soonest they can get the console out without being a huge pile of shit. To paraphrase. Nintendo also said that NX will not be at E3 and only one game will be playable on the show floor, which will be Legend of Zelda Wii U, which has been delayed till 2017. So it seems like Nintendo has completely abandoned the Wii U with nothing for the holiday season to focus on the belated NX. Sucks to be Wii U. (laughs) Dishonored 2 popped its head out to announce it'll have a release date of November 11th, 2016. Then quickly scurried back under its rock before giving any more details, apparently saving all the good stuff for next month's Game Informer cover. (laughs) And finally, the next Call of Duty will be titled Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. 
which will be set in the far-flung future with spaceships. Infinite Warfare will be released on November 4th and come with a fully remastered version of Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. This is Coke Logic signing off for Game Stuff. Hey, this is Mez, founder of Mezco Toys, and you're listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. That's a that's a shame, but it's also not. Well, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the benefit we get more show, of course. You know, that's why nobody really does like theme songs anymore, except for HBO. But, but just don't want a good theme song. Yeah, who doesn't want a good it's theme very song? Epic. I mean, th- this is that is like pure eighties right there. That is pure eighties. Damn. Uh, that was a uh, that was a jam packed break. There we had a new game stuff by Coke Logic. Uh, thank you, sir, for that. As always, of course, we had uh, our spot from uh, Build the Millennium Falcon, buildthemillenniumfalcon.com. You can check out the video on our website over at bkgeekstuff.com to see a little bit more about that. And if you'd like to place your order for that product, you can give them a call at... Uh, it's going to be 877-544-6779. And uh, lastly, we had our little uh, ID there. By by friend of the show, longtime friend of the show, predates the show. Yeah, uh, Mez from Mezco. God, we've known Mez. Well, we've been doing the show ten years. I probably know Mez for eleven years or so, twelve does, years. Whenever they started, whenever the they show, first came on the scene, I'm like, the show doesn't predate Mezco, does it? I don't believe so. I believe I was covering Mez product when I was still doing collectible bits box. Oh wow, okay. I could be mistaken, but I. I think they predate the show, but they don't predate they don't predate our involvement in <laughs> in collectible entertainment. <laughs> um, but the reason we why we played the uh, the mess spot there's a reason for it. It wasn't just random. We have reasons for things on occasion. Uh, we are organized once in a while, <laughs> and uh, we do try to put out and produce a good show. Thanks to PK. Um, so this week, uh, I believe it was Monday or Tuesday of this week. Um, I woke up in the morning and my phone was blowing up. Like it do because um, uh, everybody out there knows that I'm a Green Arrow collector. I don't exactly hide it no, or, you, or shy you, away from it. Yeah, no. And literally, I got a bunch of messages from people who were like, dude, this morning, this morning, the 112 collective Green Arrow figure from Mezco goes on pre-sale. Oh. Um, and so naturally, I purchased or pre-purchased my figure. Like you do. Um, look, it's a $70 figure or $75 figure. I try to shy away from that heavy end stuff, except for where it falls in certain criteria. Of course. And all of those 112 collective figures are beautifully done with the accessories and the, like the real feel clothing. And right. I mean, they're, they're gorgeous. Are we figures. talking arrow green arrow, or is this a, a comic based one? This is, uh, this is an original design. Okay. Um, but it is more 
it is more comic book than than TV show. Gotcha. Right? Okay. It, it it's kind of like a short-haired version of Green Arrow from Injustice Gods Among Us. Okay. Sort of. If you if you know Green Arrow and you know that costume, it's kind of like that feel, but it really is unique. It really is they kind of had some fun with it. And that's great. I'm totally down with them having Sweet. fun with it. Now, this is a figure or is this a statue? Piece? No, it's a figure. He's okay. articulated. And what what scale are we looking at in this um, thing? Um, I guess it's maybe 8-inch scale. So we're like one Oh, eight yeah. inch, so not eight, quite uh, one sixth. Yeah, it's a little bit bigger. Yeah, a little bit bigger than like the Black Series figures. I, gotcha. I think he is. Uh, okay, um, but beautifully, beautifully articulated. All the and look, this line started off with the Frank Miller Dark Knight, Batman, oh. and and the mutant. Yes, was okay. the first two, and then they did a Judge Dredd figure. Yeah, and now they have a bunch of. Um, they've got a bunch of Marvel. Like, there's a Punisher one. That the Punisher would, one is the is where yeah, I discovered the line. Makes you drool. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, two Daredevil figures, Shazam, Superman. Uh, I mean, there's a ton, and they're all beautifully done. Mezco puts out some great product, so I did pre-order my Green Hour figure earlier. Of course, this week. If anybody was concerned. <laughs> uh, thank you for letting me know it went on pre-sale, and uh, I did pre-order it. It is always always appreciated. Um, sticking with DC very quickly, um, if you subscribed to the DC Legion of Collectors uh, Funko box um, and you haven't gotten your DC box yet and you don't want to know what's inside the box, la 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 for a minute or two. Um, I don't regularly get this box. Um, not because I don't like Funko. God knows I like Funko um, and I like DC enough, but I don't need a DC box every month. Right. I, I just don't. But this box was specifically the DC TV universe, specifically the CW universe. Oh, well. So I was like, well, there's going to be an arrow something in there. Of course. So I got to get the box because then I would have to search it out and that would make me angry. Um, so very quickly, slightly disappointed in the box. Only because the arrow love was not was not huge. Huh. Okay. Um, as all the Funko boxes are, they, it starts out with a pin and a patch. It is a uh, Supergirl patch, and it is a Adam uh, pin. The Adam pin is pretty nice. I mean, if, if you're a pin collector... Will that help you out if I throw that table over there? Uh, yeah, they will, actually. If you are a pin collector, the Funko pins that they've been putting out are really nice. So it, it's nice. And if you're a fan of the Adam and that, that, that universe, it's cool. All right. Okay. No arrow figures, so I'm going to save the arrow thing for very last. Uh, your tone alone is is does yeah. not bode well. <laughs> um, there is a Flash comic book. It's uh, issue 123 of the Flash, and it's got a, a Grant Gustin cover, an exclusive cover just for the box. I mean, look, the, the comics are cool. I, I really like the Flash TV show, so I'm not upset by that. Uh, I can't quite. T- is this a? Is that a photo or is this a, like a that looks like it's a, I think it's a, a photoshoppy photo. kind of deal? You know? I think it's a photo. That's but... kind of a shame. I'd like to seen like a like an actual artist take on a yeah Grant Gustin here. Um, Rock Candy, which is like uh, it's a it's a Funko line. It's not pop. It's not the vinyl sugar. It's kind of like a stylized pinup sort of line. Um, previous figures have been Wonder Woman, Batgirl, Batwoman, uh, Harley Quinn. Um, comic book version Supergirl, and now we have the TV version Supergirl figure. Okay, again, it's not a bad figure. I don't know that I'm. Uh, I love it. I'll probably. Wow, that's very brats like. It is very brats like. Yeah, the, like facial proportions. Yeah, like the big giant. 
uh, scary eyes. Um, I'm not sure I dig that too much. Um, the <laughs> pop figure in the box, as cool as it is, I'm really torn on this one. I don't know what to do with this one. It's Jay Garrick. Okay. So he's got the classic flash helmet, you know, with the bolts uh, yeah, on yeah. the side. And it's a really cute figure. The salad bowl. Yeah. I don't collect flash, though. Yeah. So I'm torn. I, I Honestly, I don't know if I'm going to keep that one yet. Uh, I mean, honestly, th- this this would pay for your box probably at the very least. It probably if you, would. If you went that <laughs> if route. If I flipped so. it. Um, and then the arrow thing is a t-shirt. Oh. I mean, it's not a bad t-shirt. I like it. I'll wear it. Yeah. But, you know. It would have been nice to have something to put on the glorious shelf right over your shoulder yeah. there, though. I, honestly, I don't know that I would have grabbed the box had I known that it was just t-shirt. Yeah, they're completely blind on these boxes, right? At least with the, the Firefly one, you have a little hint of what's to come. But this is just like, hey, it's CW Universe and you get what you get. That's it. Yeah, don't yeah. get upset. Yeah, right. The Firefly, because the Firefly ones are run by Loot Crate. Right. And they always give you a tease of at least one of the things in the box. Yeah. Funko, it's always like, because the Star Wars box, right? The Smuggler's Bounty box, that's all Funko. You never right. know what you're going to get in those boxes. By the um, way, that, that Jane looks fantastic in the next box coming out. Oh, I'm, I'm still staying away from them. I know. Uh, so this is Arrow Star City's only weapon, and it says Oliver Queen. I like that it says Oliver Queen because I don't think I actually have an Arrow shirt that says Oliver Queen on right. it. Um, That's pretty slick. So, I mean, it's a it's nice not a bad shirt. shirt at yeah, all. Yeah. No, I mean, I'll definitely wear it. I was really hoping for a figure. That would have been Or nice. a patch or a pin or something else. But look, I mean, it's. I guess you got to. You roll the dice. That's what's. Uh, that's what happens. So look for uh, look for my stuff on eBay <laughs> tomorrow. Um, but look, I mean, it's it's all right. It's all right. Uh, one other product I wanted to talk about. This is something that um, I've really had my eyes on, uh, and I've really wanted to get. And it's a Disney product. Okay. And as big of a Disney fan as I am, and you know that I'm a big Disney fan. I, I, We've I been have together a, four times. I have a mild understanding Europe. as to your level of Disney fandom. Yes. Um, I don't buy a lot of like straight up Disney product. Like I don't own a lot of Mickey stuff. Right. In general, I think maybe one or two things. I don't own a ton of Disney prints. You had the best collection of that uh, <laughs> that vinylmation figure of the sewer with the the sewer drain <laughs> yeah. and, the, and the caution tape. That yeah. was awesome. I had like thirty of them. Remember. <laughs> Do you remember Mo- what I broke? Most of which you threw in every possible direction. In the Do you remember when I broke the shelf in the hotel room because I got so mad after pulling three in a row? Do you remember, oh, remember that? I felt so bad, and but I could not stop laughing I, as look, hard as I laughed. I immediately I started to laugh after the rage <laughs> subsided. But goddamn, was I mad in that in that, oh, in that was, moment? That was gold. that put me off blind box for it, a long time. Yeah, that was like nope. I don't think I can handle blind box anymore. <laughs> Um, but that being said, so I, I, I have broken down and I have purchased, um, a Mickey Disney product. Okay. Um, it's a specific rendition of Mickey by the artist Gerard Maruyama. I'm sure I'm butchering that, but it's Maruyama. Is that the J E R O D M A R U? Hold on. I, I don't want to spell his last name wrong. M A R U Y A M A. Gerard Maruyama. He's, he's said it wrong. Potentially. You don't yeah. want to spell it wrong. Too. Yeah, exactly. Um, if you don't follow him on Instagram, if you have Instagram, Jay Maruyama on Instagram, his art is awesome. He has some great Disney art, Star Wars, Mickey in general, um, just some stuff. And he's just a, he's a fantastic artist. But he put out um, a couple of paintings and prints of a character, Hipster Mickey. Oh, okay. I don't generally like hipster, right? Right. I, it's I, I I don't hate it, but I don't love it. I don't I don't consider myself a hipster. I don't draw myself towards hipster. But something about that character design really just grabbed me. It's right above your shoulder there, right? That's it right. Is yeah. Right. Yeah. So 
they put out a figure based on that. It is a nine inch figure. Uh-huh. Um, and it was only available in the parks. And I had been trying to get one. And I have friends that were down there. And I was like, give me a figure. And no one could get me one. I was having such a hard time because it was in limited release. Right. So he posted a picture of it the other day during Dapper Day, uh, which goes on in Disneyland and I think right. Disney World as well. And I, I commented on the picture. I'm like, I, I still can't get one of these fucking figures. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, go check out the Shop Disney Park app. Which I didn't even know existed. I, uh, you're now teaching me something right now. So Disney has an app now mm-hmm. where they selectively release certain park-only merchandise oh, to shit. the public. Okay. It's not as readily available as it would be in the parks for obvious reasons. Of but course. it does open up the opportunity for you to get some things. Right. Um, there are some things that are really easy to get. If you want like bands and shit like that, you can get them pretty easy. But some of the things that are limited quantity, they're a little bit harder. So that being said... There it is. I finally got... Check that out. The Hipster Mickey. Nine-inch Finalmation figure. <laughs> I, he's am- I'm sorry. He's amazing. I, I that is fantastic. Love, love I mean, that figure. I kind of want to punch him, but it's but it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. He, you know what? He's, Starbucks. He's, he's not obnoxiously hipster. Like, no. he's not wearing, like, a bowler and shoulder pads right. and, like, I, man garters. And I don't, like, <laughs> I don't see... Um, uh, he's not doing the the the, uh, the big lumberjack beard, and I don't right. I don't see vinyl uh, except for what the figure's probably made out of. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't see a uh, a vinyl collection. That's that's really that's a really cool piece. Again, it's just something about the design really spoke to me. I mean, he's got a scarf oh. on and he's got headphones. He's holding his iPhone. He's got a coffee cup in his hands. Uh, 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 cell phone. Sorry. Sir. Yes, yeah. air quotes yeah. on that. I love and it. Yeah, he's wearing a beanie. He's hipster, got his glasses. Hipster Mickey essentials on the back of the package: yeah. and cell phone, coffee, beanie, headphones, glasses. And the headphones are are like well, beats now wait a minute, off. they're like Beats, but the hipsters like certainly eschew Beats headphones, don't they? Oh no, no, I don't believe so. Really? Oh no, 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 no. I think I think that's I think that's I think that's well enough ingrained in their little world. Ugh. Um, look again. Generally speaking, <laughs> I am not. A pro hipster, but something about that figure, something about the design of that figure and that rendition of Mickey really spoke to me. And I really, really wanted to have that. And if I, if there's only a handful of Mickey related things I have to have in my collection, I'm, I'm happy to have that in my collection. Yeah. And look, you know, if, 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 it, if it's hipster Mickey and then the member of the Mouseketeer army with their, with their shotguns and, and bats and brass knuckles is, is what I have <laughs> representing Disney World in my collection, then it is what it is. There you go. That's that is that is certainly very you. <laughs> so uh check out uh Gerard's work, uh Jay Mariyama um on Instagram. And uh actually he just had a contest um through a podcast that I just started listening to called the Cloud City Cast, and I talk a lot about Disney um and some other geeky stuff in general, Star Wars and et cetera, Marvel and blah blah blah. Um and I just uh I think I just won a print of his through, nice. through their contest. So I'll have more uh uh of his work coming to the house. But yeah, check out that app for some and, and stuff. What is this app called? It is called specifically. And is, is this an app across the board or is it? It, uh, it is multi platform. Okay. It is not Android specific. I think it's just called Shop Disney Parks. Okay. If you just put in Shop Disney Parks into iTunes or the Android Google Play Store, it, you'll find it. It's not hard Perfect. To, to come up. And uh, yeah, it's park merchandise that they sell through. And the shipping isn't terrible. Like they don't, I mean, it's what you expect to pay. They don't clobber you over the right. head. Um, the other thing I found out about the app, and this is getting a little into the weeds, but I just thought it was kind of cool. If you're in the park, <laughs> 
I think you could actually scan the barcode, buy it through the app, and have it shipped to your room. <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah, yeah why not? I, I think they've kind of like just opened up um, some availability through through that option. But yeah, it's it's a it's a decent app for that purpose. Um, and I was searching it all day today for the R5 M4 Droid, and I haven't seen it go up there yet. I know uh, it'll go up eventually. But this is the kind of thing you think like if sales look like they're not gangbusters down the park, they're like, well, let's throw this on the app and see if we can get uh, people outside the park to get it. Or you think they plan ahead of time? Like, what's... I think it's a little bit of both because I looked for this figure probably about a month ago. Mm-hmm. Um, just online. You could you could also access some of this stuff just on Disney's website and I couldn't find it online. But he was selling on eBay for like two hundred bucks and three hundred bucks. And I'm like, I love the figure, but no, no offense, I'm not spending that kind of money nope. on the figure. I refuse. Um so to get it at retail I don't know if they selectively released it or how they handle right. that. You know, like Hasbro Toy Shop selectively releases stuff in small batches. Right. You know, just to like make it available to people. So maybe that's how they do it. And I got lucky. I don't know. That's a that's a great grab if if he's going for but, that, yeah. that kind of inflation. Yeah. on the price. Yeah, but uh, it's an awesome figure. He's an awesome artist. Check out his work. Uh, check out Cloud City Cast. Yvonne. It's a pretty fun podcast. And I think that's it. That's all you got. I, I think I think that's enough. That was a, that was a lot of cool product. Well, you know, sometimes we have no product. I I got nothing. We have a lot of product. I have no product. The new Daredevil Punisher uh, Infinite comic came out on Comicsology today. Nice. I haven't yet to yet read it, but I'm really digging that series, and I and I love the Infinite line. Cool. Uh, that's the those are the ones we discussed. I think previously, yeah. maybe directly in in person. I don't know if we mentioned on the show, but we the have, Infinite yeah. comics are the 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 ones that are exclusive to uh, to. Uh, uh, Reader apps, right, right. For, for uh, you know that that sort of. They're interface. not for they're not for print, right? Um, uh, yeah. Anything else? Do you have anything else? I got a whole lot of nothing. All right, quick quick plugs, uh, not plugs, but quick mentions. Free comic book day is this coming weekend? No, no, no. It was this past Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I went to the comic book store. I grabbed a bunch of stuff. I, I walked out. And, it's fine. Yeah. No, it's uh, uh, were the cops following you out of. I mean, not that I know of. Oh. I mean, you know, I, I, I was... If there's a warrant out for your arrest, I don't know you. <laughs> I, I, you know, I was uh, on a run at the time. So. so, yes, that is this coming weekend. And then in two weekends is the Steampunk World's Fair. Go to steampunkworldsfair.com for more information on that event. I'm hoping that uh, some of us get to go and cover that event like we did last year. It was a lot of fun last year, and I hope that we can cover it again this year. So uh, definitely check those two things out. We'll talk about them both a little bit more next week. I don't know if we're going to be anywhere officially for Free Comic Book Day this year. Not like we were last year. I think we'll probably just be bouncing around so if you run into us and you're local you know say hello um but otherwise uh don't forget you can check us out online each and every week over at Mm bkgeekstuff.com amazon.bkgeekstuff.com if you want to support us that way through the affiliate that would be really really helpful um uh geekstuff og on twitter instagram and snapchat k r marlo on twitter k robert that's like that's like three or four weeks in a row man i almost haven't memorized (laughs) uh b Big Kev GS, I think, on Instagram, and uh, BK Geek Stuff on Twitter for Kev. And uh, I think I think that's it. Wow. We plowed through that in a hurry. Yeah, man. I feel like, we, I mean, we're, we're not quite at the hour mark. I feel like we should ramble about something for like two minutes. Nah, this is our treat to them. <laughs> we, we're giving them a minute and a half this uh, week. How about that? We need a little more free time for you guys. That's how do you it. like that? Um, well, I guess... Uh, yeah, so I, I have the uh, the dubious honor this time around, huh? Uh, if yeah, why don't I take this and and actually uh, uh, I'm a little somber, but I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go this route anyway. Uh, and uh, it's time we we end this program like we end some <laughs> some episodes of Big Kev's Geek Stuff, uh, where we say uh, from the bottom of our heart, good night, Michelle McNamara, wherever you are. 
And on that note, we cue the music.